0: And we're going to say these words. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious nor did I turn away. Amen. You never turn away because your ears have been opened by the Lord God Almighty and you do hear his voice. Jesus said, my sheep, my sheep, hear my voice. I'd like you to turn, if you have your Bible. I, my wife referred to that scripture while she was speaking. And I thought, did she go to my notes or something? <laughs> um, I want you to turn to John chapter 14. Because I'm going to be staying in John chapter 14 a little bit this morning. And using some scriptures that I didn't give to Kathy back there. Thank you, Kathy. But let me say this. Very relaxed situation. Let me say this. Well, no. Let me read the scripture first. Okay. Uh, John 10, 17 and 18. Therefore, my father loves me. Therefore, my Father loves me. Why? My Father loves me because. So Jesus is telling us right away why His Father loves Him. Why is He telling us? He wants you to know how you can be in love with God. And God loves you. Therefore, my Father loves me. Because I lay down my life that I may take it again why will the Father love him for laying down his life that he may take it again? The Father loves him for that. That he is going to do that. Then Jesus said, no one takes it from me. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of myself. And then he says, I have the power. Not God the Father has the power. I, Jesus, have the power To lay it down and I have the power to take it again. And then he gave us a secret. This command I have received from my father. You know what that means? God told him, I want you, or God said, lay your life down and take it up again. And he said, okay. Okay. When God tells you to do something, that message, the sending of, of the sending itself, gives you the qualification to do it. When God tells you to do something, that empowers you to do it, that equips you to do it. When God tells you, this is what I want you to do, that's what you become. On Wednesday, I said, if Jesus were to come here and to stand before us and say, well, I thank you all for coming this uh, Monday evening. And then somebody says, uh, uh, Lord Jesus, uh, uh, it's Sunday morning. You're wrong. It's already Monday evening. You know why? Because he said so. Your calendar will change. Everything will change. And if you still follow your old way, you're mistaken. Because when he speaks it, it becomes it. So when Jesus said to that woman, go and sin no more, that commandment empowered her, equipped her to do exactly what Jesus said. Can you get it? Jesus said, because the Father said that to me, I now know I have the power. To lay down my life and to take it up again. So whatever God tells you to do, that empowers you. That equips you. That brings in all the supplies. He qualifies you to do it. So forget about this fact. I don't, I don't feel like I have the ability to do it. That's what Moses thought. Remember that? But when God says go, you are empowered to do what he's asking you to do. Now, most of us are thinking, he's talking about preaching. No, he can be business. He can be anything. He built you. He knows who you are. He created you. And for a purpose. And when he reveals that and you begin to feel that, this is who I am run don't stand go for it because you have been empowered to do it whatever god tells you to do that's who you are that's who you are your power that's what jesus said he said i have the power to lay it down and i have the power to take it up again this commandment I received from my Father. Did the Father command and the Father just told him what to do? And Jesus told that as his commandment and his power to do it. And nobody can stop it. There you can get the process. Whatever God tells you you can do in this book, you can't do it. It's the process. Part of the process. You can't do it. That's who you are. I want to go to John chapter 14. In John chapter 14, Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross and he was talking to his disciples and he started speaking to them. And then he made a statement in verse 7. He says, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. I know we know the end, we've read the end of the book, so we know who Jesus is, right? But when he was standing with them, they saw just a man, okay? Please, don't forget that these were just human beings, just like us. Peter, James, and John, they were just humans like us. They slept, they went to bathroom, and all of that kind of stuff. They did everything, just like us. They were humans. Don't put a halo over them. They were humans just like us. And they saw Jesus... And they could touch him. They knew when he was sleeping. And yet Jesus was saying to them, and they knew about God Almighty, and then Jesus is saying to them, If you have known me, you would have known God Almighty also. Jehovah, you, you would have known him also. And from now, you know him, and have seen him. And they're thinking, Huh? You, this is God Almighty. I know you don't think, you just believe that they have a lot of faith. They've been with him, they knew he was Messiah, but God the Father, that's a different story. And so, to clarify things, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. He just told them, right? He just told him the guy wasn't going to receive that. He says, "We know you are Messiah, but just show us the Father." And Jesus began to say to him, in verse nine, "Have I been with you so long, and yet you do not know? You have not known me, Philip." I'm sure Philip is looking like, okay. I think I know you. You're Jesus, right? Okay. <laughs> he who has seen me, again he repeats it, right? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? How can you say that? I'm sure this time Philip is baffled. What's going on here? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? So, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. The words, notice, he's trying to convince Philip that you've seen the Father. And then he goes to the words, right? He goes to the words. We are in the, on the way of the process. Amen? Can I hear an Amen. You guys are too quiet. Okay. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. In other words, I'm not speaking on my for myself. Those are not my words. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, not of myself, but the Father who dwells in me, he does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works, the works themselves. So he is saying to them, what you just heard, what I said to you, That if you see me, you have seen the Father, those were not my words. That's the Father's words you heard. Okay? It was the Father that was speaking, that spoke those words. It wasn't me. I never say what I haven't heard from the Father. What you heard when I told you, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, those were God's words. They came from God Himself. They were God's words. And it's the Father that is in me that does the works. Then let's, let's go back to that scripture, okay? Do you not believe... This is verse 10. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father... Is, but the Father who dwells in me, the Father who dwells in me, he does the works. So, words translates, he never said he says the words. No, the Father in me, he does the works. And the works mean signs and wonders, right? So, words now, the words that I speak, they are coming from the Father. But then the words now transform to works. Words, works. And it's the Father that is in him, that's dwelling in him, he is the one doing the works. But the works are done through what? The words that are given to him. I don't speak of my own from my own authority. What you heard from me, those were not my words, Jesus said. They came from the Father. And be, they're coming from the Father. But you want to locate the Father? He is in me. And He is in me. He gives me the words. And I only speak the words that he, I hear from Him. And when I speak the words, He does the works. That's the process. God does everything through his words is the process he's dwelling in Christ now there's something very important in that same chapter right that's why i want you to go there now if you look at john chapter 14 verse 20 jesus says at that day at that day they're talking about today you will know that I am in my Father. Okay? I am in my Father, you in me, and I in you. Right? So, where is the Father today? If you've received Jesus, where is the Father today? If you've received Christ and you're saved, where is the Father today? Is inside of you. He's inside of you. You just have to recognize that. He is the one that does the works. Now, in Luke chapter 17, verse 21, Jesus was speaking, he says, the, the kingdom of God doesn't come by observation. No one is going to say to you, see there. And see, here, know that the kingdom of God is where? Within you, where the king lives in there. Then Jesus said, destroy this temple. What was he talking about? The temple of his body, right? And in three days, notice, I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to raise it up again. He said, destroy this temple, and in three days... I'll raise it up again. But he lives in him. He is the temple. Guess what the Bible tells you? You are the temple of the living God. You are. Can I hear an amen? You are the temple. He lives inside of you. You know what Ephesians chapter uh, chapter 3 verse 20 says? He who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think according to what? The power that is at work. He does the works. Did you see what Jesus told us? He does the works. Can you see the process here? He does the works. We have to understand that. He dwells inside of us. He dwells inside of us. Can I go a little further here? This is fine. So when Jesus speaks, who is speaking? The Father. Jesus made it clear. And you can go to that same chapter. I'll go to verse 24. Jesus said, If uh, anyone loves me, he'll keep my words. And the words that you hear, they are not mine, but the Father who sent me. They are not mine. That's verse 24. You can read it there. The words you hear from me, they are not from me. They are from the Father who sent me. Now, I can go even farther than that. You can go to... Um, John chapter 17, Jesus praying to his father. He said to his father, he said, The words that you gave me, I have given to them. And they have received them. I said, Jesus, I receive your words. Amen. They received them. They received them. He said, they kept them. When you receive a word from God, God empowers you to do that word. You're not going to look at your own resources thinking, oh, I'm so inferior. Nobody likes me in my home. Uh, and, and I may have these things that have been happening in me. My father did this. My mother. No. When you receive the word of God, it transforms you. To whatever. When you receive the word, he changes you. He does change you. He changes you. It's the word of God that changes us. Look at this, in verse 12. Jesus continues, he started speaking in the same chapter. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Did he say, he who believes in me, and is a pastor. Oh yes, he who believes in me, and is a bishop. Oh, no, no. Uh, he who believes in me and is an apostle, he will do the works that I do. Is that what he says? How many believers do we have here? Can you wave at me, please? You really believe in Jesus? Uh, uh, Jesus is not going to lie, right? He says you can do the same works. How many of you have done these works? Let me see your hand up. Oh, that's wonderful, I said. <laughs> Look at what it says. Most assuredly, you know what that is? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm telling you, you can. That's what it's saying. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. You know, when I was newly saved, I read that scripture and turn to the next page because he who is going to do greater works how is that possible i haven't seen anybody do even mo- the works that he did greater works that's a joke but i know he cannot lie and so lord i respect what you're saying but <laughs> but but doing this thing uh, this, is, this is i don't know about this so let's go to the next page oh that's nice you're laughing at me. You've done the same thing. You don't believe that, <laughs> yeah. So that that thing's always bothered me. I hadn't even seen a headache healed, you know. These times, and I'm saying, God, this is serious. And, and then I started get, getting some comfort. Some people said, Well, you know, well, we can never do as uh, a great uh, miracles just like Jesus did. But you know, we have many of us, many of us, so all of us doing this little stuff all over here, when you put all of them together, then it's, (laughs) then it's greater than Jesus. Thank you for your explanation, it doesn't ring true to me, I don't know what you're saying. But that's, we comfort ourselves with that, right? But when you think about it, but that's not really what he was saying, right? You can understand English, right? That's not what he was saying. He didn't say, you will you will all do. He says, he who believes in me. He That's one person, right? I know that. I can read. So you're thinking, how could he? Did Jesus really think about who he was talking to? He was talking to Peter. And, and Peter? Peter would do greater work. I mean, at that time. Peter would do greater works. Je- Jesus wasn't thinking real good about this. And, 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 and John and James, uh, they called sons of thunder. And you don't call people sons of thunders for doing nice things. Right? They were pretty tough guys. And Jesus was saying, these guys were going to do this. So how are we going to do this? Greater works. I'm glad you asked. And I don't have the... I have some answers for you. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Because I go to my Father. And then He says like what Angela... This is the scripture Angela read. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything, I will do. So how am I going to do what Jesus did? (coughs) <coughs> excuse me how am i going to do that and do greater works but he already told us how right didn't he it says you can read in verse, uh, chapter 5 the son can of himself do nothing did you hear that jesus said that the son can of himself John chapter five, and we'll come into that the son on his own he said that's Jesus, how can you say he can do nothing? <laughs> We're not going by your opinion okay that's Jesus said that Jesus said, the son that's Jesus on his own cannot do anything, but what he sees the Father doing right and so he told us, listen, the words that I speak they are not mine if you don't believe the words that i'm speaking to you they are not from me that's uh, chapter 14 verse 10 he says they are not i don't speak of my own authority but it's the father that does the work so what must i do i must hear what god is saying Believe it enough to say it. And the father does his works. You believe it enough to say it boldly. Notice what Jesus said. Because the father gave him commandment. He said, I have the power. Right? Because my father told me to do it. Therefore, I now have the power... To lay down my life and to take it back up again. Because I received the commandment from my Father. So what I see the Father do, what I hear the Father say, that's what I say. So he's told us the process. When I hear it from the Father, then I say it. When I see him doing it, then I do it. Let me give you an example. Okay? Jesus had healed so many people, okay? Blind people healed so many blind people. And many times it's just say a word to them, right? He says a word to the fellow and says, go. And then other times he'll lay his hands on them, right? But then in John chapter 9, he saw this man that was born blind. He did something different, right? You know what was happening? He saw his father doing it. So he went and he didn't ask anybody any question. He made his pattern on the clay, right? And then made mud. He said, never done that before. Okay? There's not one method. He listens to his father. And he does what his father. And then after that, he told the man, go to the pool. You know what he said? And that was it. That's all he did. (laughs) There's another scripture in chapter 5 of John. You know, Jesus walked into... That's all I'm trying to tell you. This is so important. He walked into that place, the pool of Bethesda. You remember that? The pool of Bethesda. That place was packed with sick people. Right? Right? Packed with sick people all over the place. Jesus knew of the place, but he's never been there. He didn't go there. Why? The father wasn't going there. Simple. Now he went to that place, and he picked out just one man. And he said to the man, this question, the guy is there to get well. He asked the guy, do you want to be made well? (laughs) Who was speaking? Jesus? No, the father was speaking to the man. And no, Jesus, take up your bed and walk. That happened. Guess what? He didn't heal anybody else. Have you ever thought about that? The place was packed with sick people. He didn't heal anybody else. Just that one man and then he walked away. Did he have the power to heal the rest of them? Of course he did. But he didn't do that. You know what us ministers we do? Because I make the same mistakes. Uh, the Lord is at work here. Bring the microphone and the loudspeakers. We're going to preach to these people. We're going to have a revival. One is already healed, right? We're going to have a campaign. We got all the sick people. That's what we. Would, that's what we, I will do. I will start preaching and say there. no, he walked away. He walked away. He walked away doing just that. You see, that's where we're missing it. That's where we're not seeing the power of God. Every one of us can do these things. Because it says in Mark chapter 16, He says, These signs shall follow them that believe, right? But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So my job is to learn to listen to the Father. And then I say boldly what he has declared to me. Whether it made sense to people or not. Can you imagine? I see that now running through scriptures. Things that I never understood. Jesus saying, except you eat my flesh and my blood. Did he know he was spooking everybody else? He knew, but he won't quit saying it. He won't quit saying it. Why? Because his father was telling him and whether everyone would abandon him, he could care less. That's why the father loves me, because I always do what pleases him. He hears and he obeys. Words. Words. The one who dwells in us, he does the works. So when you become a Christian, the Father comes to dwell in you. Now, if you read in John 14 verse uh, 21, that Jesus made it clear: if he who believes in me keeps who who loves me keeps my words, he said. He who loves me keeps my words. So keeping his word is very important. And he told us when the Spirit will come, he will take from me, he will show it to you, and then you act on it. We don't do that. We run ahead of him. We're in business or whatever. Have you ever asked God, should I do this thing or not? We don't care about that. When we pray, you think about Jesus multiplying the bread. Huh? You think Jesus took that bread and he said, God bless this bread to the nourishment of our body. And and, and let us be satisfied. uh, And cried and prayed and all of that kind of stuff. The Bible says he blessed the bread. How does God bless from the garden of Eden? How does he bless? Didn't pray over the food. He blessed it. You know what I think think he said? Because God, when God blessed Abraham, he says, you'll be fruitful and uh, what? And Adam... Noah, multiplication. That's the blessing. He only does what he, he says, What only what his father says to him. Can I hear an amen? You guys are too quiet. Amen. This is the process. Let me show you something, okay? Just to back this thing up again. John chapter... Uh, 3, John chapter 3, verse 30. Is this time right? Oh, (laughs) jeez. Okay. (laughs) But uh, 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 I don't want to go to what preachers do. When they say finally, that means before the other finally, (laughs) and then another finally, (laughs) I, I, want to, I don't want to do that, but, but I'll, I'll do this. This is final, okay? <laughs> it says in John chapter 3, verse 30, says, He says, Jesus John the Baptist speaking, he must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is what? Above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. Can I add some words here? (laughs) Because, you know, Jesus said in John 17, He said, I have given them my words. The words that you gave me, I gave to them. And so because I've given them your word and they received your word, the world hates them just as they hate me because they are not of this world Just like I'm not of this world. Read John chapter 17. When you were born again, you are not of this world. Can I hear an amen? You are not of this world. You are from another world. Jesus said, you are not of this world. You came from above. The word born again means born from above. He who is from above, hears only things from above. But most of us, we like to say this stuff we hear from here. Hello. He who is from above, is above all. And what he has, verse 32, what he has seen, that's Jesus right now, what he has seen and heard that he testifies or declares, and no one receives his testimony. Jesus only speaks what he's seen and what he's heard from the Father. He who has received his testimony has certified that God is true. For he who, whom God has sent speaks what? The words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure to him. So, when God calls you, that's who you are, and you can be. It doesn't matter where you have been. If you believe it, and you start speaking the word, things will change. You know what to say? I'll give you while we're doing this. God has already given us his words, right? You feel sick. But what does, what did, what does God say? Matthew chapter 8, verse 16, he says he healed them all, right? So that it would be fulfilled. Verse 17, that what was written, what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, he himself took our infirmities and what bore our sicknesses. And the Bible says, by his stripes we are healed. Why don't you say what the Father says then? That's the secret what the father says that's all Jesus said all his ministry for three years he never said his own words you're asking why he was so successful you found the secret today he never spoke his own opinion he never said what even he was telling his disciples what you're hearing from me right now they're coming from him that was grace helping them to understand What he was doing. So that we can do the same thing. Amen? Amen. Bow your heads with me because the time is gone. The best way uh, to begin. Some of us, I believe that some of us really need to rededicate our lives. Because we don't really give a real understanding of what's going on here. You need to let Jesus come into your heart, no doubt about it. And you can make that happen today. So you're sure. If you will pray with me and really mean it, both the Father and the Son will come and make their home with you and life will be different. Then that qualifies you to start using his words. So that things can begin to change to the way God wants it. This is the process by which we bring heaven to earth. This is the process. We really need to rededicate our lives and refocus today. All heads bowed. If you hear this morning and you say in your heart, I want to refocus or I've never really focused on in God, but today I want to focus on God, and I want to fo- refocus. If that's you today, I want us to make that prayer of, com- of commitment to God, so that we know without a doubt that God, Jesus, lives in me. And because Jesus lives in me, I can do His works. We're not through with this message. We're coming back to it. But I can do His works. If that's you this morning, Please raise your hand quickly and put it back down. Thank you. Thank you. It's so important we do this. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me so that I can have life. Jesus, I receive your words. I receive the words of the Father. Come and make your home in me. Manifest your glory in me. Show me the Father in my heart. Thank you, Father. I am born again. I am a child of God. I can speak your words. I can do your works. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, I um, they studied this, and I kind of understand what that is. I've never really obeyed God all this way along because sometimes I'm bullheaded. I want to do it the way I already know. I, I'm a minister. This is the way we do it. And I was talking to my sister there this morning. It was a Sunday here. I was praying for people for their jobs. Right? And I turned to her and I was back there. Will you stand up, please? I, talked to her, I turned to her and I was going to pray for her, but I said, See, it just came out of me from the words of God. I'm not going to pray for you because God's already given you the job. And then I walked away. You know what Satan would do? Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm but she got the job that same night day. Same day. The same day. The same day. I was in Africa and I'd read the book that just listened to your spirit. I didn't know how it worked, but we're gonna be talking about this. And you need to practice, please. It's not for me. God brought you here so that you can learn and you can do it. He won't be just me, but all of us. So that the whole community, he says that the Son may be glorified. The Father may be glorified. Sorry, in the Son, all of us praying for this man here. I, I think had leg hurting or whatever. will happen to his leg? And uh, but I learned sometimes Jesus will lay His hand and won't say a word. And I'm thinking, God, I like I like that. You know, when will that happen to me? And this man was hurting, and I put my hand and I wanted to speak, but nothing will come. So I decided. Maybe this is what it is. I played my hand on that uh, hurt leg. I don't know if it was lame. I don't remember. But then after I did that, I took my hands off and I said, Check your leg now. You can see in his face, the pain is gone. He's healed. Amen. But mo- what I would like to do is, Lord Jesus, oh, let's. And then you're screaming and shaking and doing all of that. As the power is not inside of you amen you speak what he tells you amen and all of us can do it how many believers do we have here oh i see you and i love you we can all do this don't wait until you get to church to do it you can do it out there just let jesus direct you amen god bless you you are dismissed if you have any need please come up we want to pray for you